know more about common life experiences with better buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, it's John. Hello, people. And James. Hi, hi. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week is... What incredibly common thing have you never done? I've never broken a bone. Really? Same, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm special boy today. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you're in the minority here. I broke two. Um, so I think we're. I think it's disqualified, James, because it's the majority here. <laughs> it's statistically Dang significant it. population of people. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Once again, math becomes my enemy. <laughs> um, I was gonna go with skiing, like downhill skiing. I've I've only ever cross country skied. Oh yeah, well, when you hit the powder just right, you know, it's the most enlightening experience in the world, yeah. I've also never water skied. Second only to hitting a tree. What? (laughs) Really? I've never water skied. I've tried, like, twice. Uh, Yeah, I was gonna say, I've never successfully water skied. (laughs) I also didn't really want to, either. I was, like, eight or ten or something. It was one of those, like, family reunion weekend things where, like, everybody's water skiing, and they're all going, like, RJ, you should water ski. And I was like, the fuck I won't. I don't want to do that. Fear is the mind killer. And to to be fair, they got me in the water. They tried to pull me like two or three times, and it just wasn't... I didn't have the balance and coordination of it. I was a fat eight-year-old. Like, didn't have the upper body strength, didn't have the balance and coordination. Fell on my face like three times. uh, Because like it... I think they were trying to be a little too nice to me, too, where they just wouldn't get up to speed. Wouldn't gun it, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel better, I still couldn't do it as a 21-year-old. So. It does make me feel better, thank you. <laughs> There's that. Because I don't think I could do it right now, either. And that's... Ah! I'm 27, so... Oh, God. So, off topic, but I've been having the most existential crisis today about how long it's been since parts of my life. Uh, We've been adults for a while now. Nearly 10 years. What do you mean nearly 10 years? I suppose nearly 10. Yeah. I was looking around my office and like, yep, I've had that desk for four years now. Bought it in COVID. (laughs) I I had that Uh, about my Xbox. I was I went to play some Xbox the other day and I went, oh shit, this machine's old. Yeah. Cause I have an Xbox One. It's kinda of crazy to think that all that stuff started four years ago. What's you know what I mean? Like with COVID. with the pandemic and oh. like yeah. I I I've always hated that name. I've always hated it. COVID? It gives me the creeps. Yeah. Well you're not supposed I, to like I, it. Well, I know that's why I always call it Corona or like, like called the big C, no, the high no, C. Don't, maybe. don't call it Corona. Corona is a nice thing. Coronas are beers. Yeah. Corona is the, 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 the like ring of light around the sun. I think we're going to take all the bad press Corona beer got and move it over to high C juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the high C virus. Yeah. <laughs> retroactively Um, four years later retroactively yeah no i don't know i've always that name is always like it's always maybe the outermost part of the sun's atmosphere yeah the crown it's halo which is kind of cool if you think about it because in a weird way that means we all contracted halo and what (laughs) what person wouldn't kill (laughs) for a free copy of halo that's really Um, what the uh so would you really want to give COVID-19, mm-hmm. that that name? Do you really want Corona to be the one that sticks? Give it the cool name? Yeah, dude. Mm. Give Fuck it the no. name that sounds a little... What are you talking about? Uh, like, yeah, what... At least it... <laughs> that's what 
That's what firing the rings does, RJ. It gives everyone COVID. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. <laughs> Cough. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so awkward. Just like you think it's going to instantly transport you on the great journey and then everyone's just sick for like a week. Yeah. Like a few people die. You're like, yeah. oh, that was it. That was it. Dude, that sucks. We lost 80% of the profits, but this still sucks. I hate this. Okay, I'm um, sure this was thought of back when Halo was more new, but, like, they turn on the rings and a mm-hmm. giant sign pop, like, pop-up window pops up that says, please, uh, verify your, uh, program key to continue after the free trial. Yeah. <laughs> your free trial of WinRAR has expired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love the. So the first mass extinction was like the first use of the free trial, and then afterwards, like you gotta pay a subscription or something like that. You gotta give. You gotta slide a fiber over to the precursors. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Deep Halo lore. Drive this for me. <laughs> What's something else incredibly common y'all haven't done? Because I can't. Thank you. For... Thank you for getting us back on topic. Uh, I'm trying to think of just common things like I've never smoked mm. weed. That's true. I haven't done that. Really? Yeah, never. Never. Not neither of you. Not never. once. <laughs> Legally, not once. <laughs> but actually, not once as well. Yeah, I don't have to qualify qualify that. I just I don't like it. I don't like the smell. I don't like anything about it. Really. I had to study some of the side effect stuff for a college course where it was like, hmm. Even though these are, like, not guaranteed every time, I don't want to risk having the gene that gives you paranoia. Well, you're almost pretty much guaranteed. Dude. Almost everyone gets a little paranoid. Uh, I mean, I'm like, like, a little I'm bit, like, like, the anxiety and paranoia as a general thing, but, like, yeah. as I understood it, there was, like, a, oh, there's that, but then there's the full-on, blo- like, full-blown psychosis paranoia. And I was like, mm, how about no? It- it can be fun if you like going crazy. I don't. <laughs> but if you're not a fan, then yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I would. I. I'm not gonna. I'm not a pusher. All right. Um. But yeah, I. I, I totally get it. I. I will say, like, um, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I've enjoyed times where I've really tried it. Like I have, it's not like you can't make good memories with it. Just like, it's not like you can't make good memories drinking, but there is a, there's a tape, there's a taper off. There is definitely like, eventually it kind of stops. Part of the fun initially is just the novelty. It's like, Oh, this is a completely new feeling. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I I get that though. It's uh, would you, here's a question you don't have to answer. Um, would you ever do edibles legally? Um, I, they just don't appeal to me. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Maybe once just to try it. Like, but the like Delta Eight, Delta Nine stuff is technically legal in Wisconsin, so like, I could go mm-hmm. get some kind of edible and legally be okay, as long as it doesn't have THC in it. But, you could literally just go to Michigan. You could just drive yeah. to Michigan. You could go oh, to the yeah. UP and just get a. There's like dispensaries everywhere, everywhere there now. It's you insane. Get, uh, don't. Then you get surprised. Don't get me started on that, James. I don't want to talk about work. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's also. That's fair. Well, wait. If you okay, hold on. If you get drug tested on your way back, like as long as you're not actually stoned in the car, like. You know what I mean? Well, so, I guess like for your jobs. I'm not uh, sure. <laughs> uh, here's here. Be with Wisconsin law, it's still illegal in Wisconsin, and it's still illegal at the federal level. So it doesn't give a fuck where you got it. You cross that state line, you're in trouble. But it's like not in your possession technically. It's just in your system. And yeah, maybe not like you're not under the influence anymore either. It's just like days later, but there's still. That's different. Residual traces. That's like a. That's like if you get drunk, right? Like, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I haven't done that. Fair enough. Um, I'm having a hard time qualifying comment. 
Um, honestly, I was having a thought of like it's anything you'd see people do in a cartoon, right? The like stuff they or like a sitcom of like this is the average family, like kids going to school on a school bus. I've never done that. I was never that kid. I've not gone through a tunnel that a coyote painted on a wall. Oh, you uh, haven't? No. Oh, I do that every week. <laughs> oh, that would really speed up the commute. This damn coyote moon brings out all the coyotes with their paintbrushes. <laughs> oh, boy. Sponsored. This episode of Act of uh, Better Buddies sponsored by the Acme Corporation. I've never been seduced <laughs> um, by a rabbit wearing an opera outfit. Yeah, me neither. That's the one that gets me all the time. Oh, just walking down the street. Man, again. Yeah, I start sweating. I tug at my collar. You, you know, say my eyes. I say a wooga, wooga. <laughs> yeah. heart's beating Howl. through your chest. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I've been arrested several times for that. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> What about an um, anvil on the head making flat? Oh, several times. Every week. That's actually, actually. I, I used to be 6'8", yeah, but <laughs> after several of those accidents. Now I'm a measly 6'2", unfortunately. Well, there's your problem. You're not going and getting a bike pumped to inflate yourself back up. Yeah. Oh, right, it's that's rain. right. Yeah, I gotta get... Where's where's Roger Rabbit when you need him? You know what I mean. Where's uh? Why can't <laughs> we? Why can't we? Live why did you pull town? Roger? Well, somebody killed him. You know. Yeah, because it's the one. Because it's the one where everyone interacts, RJ. That's why. I guess. We're, we were talking we mostly about why Looney Tunes effects for the like. If we're gonna pick a side. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it still counts. That, all that shit happens in Roger Rabbit. And I feel like it's more appropriate because we're talking about us interacting with, like, cart stuff. I suppose. Yes, there is. A, it's the bridge. It's, it's the not bridge. the only one, though. It's the Avatar. Roger yeah, Rabbit is the Avatar. Cool world. There it is. With Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've actually never seen. I Which haven't one? seen it either, but... Uh, it's called Cool World. Cool World. Ralph ba- Bakshi, I think, is the guy who animated it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a more adult version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, I might have seen that and associated it with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, Bakshi really? Bakshi was a weird dude. I don't know. Yeah, he was. You're I not mean, thinking of because there's John, stuff what in do you Who Framed Roger, Roger, Roger Rabbit. Like Rabbit is? Rabbit. Yeah, well, there's like the guy who's actually a cartoon, but he's pretending to be a real person. Christopher Lloyd. And then mm. he's like committing yeah. a bunch of crimes and framing them on the cartoons. And at uh, some point, yeah. a vat of acid is involved, or like a, a something that convert somebody into a cartoon, maybe. Uh, it's dip, is what it's called, and it melts cartoons. Oh, uh, okay. Which means you did not see Cool World and associate it with Roger Rabbit. Or you did, but you okay, got the plot yeah. right. Cool. Cool World is about a... James, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's about a guy who ends up going to the cartoon world, uh, is seduced by a cartoon. She uses that to escape into the real world. I've actually never seen... I've never seen Cool World. I um, haven't either. I looked up a Wikipedia. I just, like I just know it's Brad Pitt and a blonde, a blonde cartoon lady. Um, I will say though that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is awesome, dude. The opening, because um, the movie opens with the like a, a Roger Rabbit short. It's like one of the most beautifully animated things I've ever seen. It's like it is like a uh, a high definition, like a cinema quality Looney Tunes cartoon. It's so awesome. I mean, what do you I expect that's when like you where... put the best animators of Warner Brothers and pick, uh, Disney together? Like, oh, cool, dude! It's so cool. Why can't companies be that cool again? God damn, they're all too busy posting on Twitter. <laughs> guys, someone's got to get on <laughs> um, Twitter. You mean X. They got to get, got to get them working. Yeah, whatever. It's still called Twitter. Like everyone it still is. calls it Twitter. Google, it's even if you Google Twitter, the website just says Twitter. <laughs> Um, Mr. Yeah, Musk Google would still prefer that you <laughs> prefer well, to it. 
Mr. Musk should fucking. I don't hey, know. Man. I need... He made a cyborg yesterday. I saw. I saw. Never have I ever had a bionic implant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess, that's in a few years. Yeah, uh, that's a common thing. I've a never done before. Implant as a robot. Oh, have you done that? Like a baby. No, like mm. a, I'm a robot, but they implanted my arm with a human bone. I oh my just gosh. wanted a bone. Uh, the yeah. reverse cyberpunk. Yes. Uh, fully augmented, partially augmented. What, what would a human bone even do for a robot? I have it. What What's that <laughs> line from Warhammer? From the moment I was aware of the weakness of my flesh, I was disgusted by it. Yep. <laughs> cool. The cool sureness of steel. It's like the opposite of that. <laughs> the machine is too perfect. I need to embrace imperfections into the body in order to truly become one with the universe. Wow. You could tie that yeah. into like um to like Blade Runner, you know. That's like my next D&D character. I love playing Artificers in Warforged. My next Warforged will be trying to he will take the bones from his enemies and incorporate them into his form. My next Warforged will be made of flesh. He'll just be a human, but, you know. <laughs> He's a skeleton piloting I, a meat mech suit. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. I've been, I've been re-watching Rick and Morty, and that definitely sounds like Rick and Morty, where it's like a planet of robots where they're worried about becoming, like, human beings or something like that, you know what I mean? They're like, the anti-singularity or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> It'll go too far. <laughs> Yeah, it's trans mechanism instead of transhumanism. <laughs> yeah, and like it, it they it's exactly. like a hive mind situation. Yeah, yeah trans mechanism. Just, uh, if you get too far into independent thought, then it becomes starts getting to human. Yeah, yeah. All their names are like regular people names, but they're all spelled with numbers. <laughs> Do you like, speak? Like, yeah super cool so it's like really edgy for them to just write their gamer names and like just regular <laughs> regular, regular <shirt>. latin characters <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is another fun world we've created yeah. this week oh, uh, well talking about fun worlds then yeah why don't we go over to better buddies rework rewrite because we got some fan mail today boys oh my gosh hey. really? yeah uh, so, this is sent in. Uh, I'm going to start from the top and just read through, okay? So, this is not my idea. Uh, I was listening to the Popcorn Culture podcast, and host Ben brought up an idea for a movie called Skipping Stones. The basic premise is that every human is given five stones that allow them to skip one year of real time via cryosleep or some type of stasis generated by the stone itself. Five stones means five years total. You can use multiple at once or just one, but you only get five. I'd be interested to hear how the buddies might suss out this story. Maybe introduce some sort of societal conflict or apocalypse. Or perhaps the conflict is a relationship. Work your magic, fellas. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Jay, last name withheld. That's, I mean, that, that'd be a great icebreaker question, too. I'm blacked out. What was the what, what did the stones do? <laughs> they, they skip you ahead in time? Yeah, it's so a you, wish? Get five, you get five rocks. Five rocks. Okay. And you can use each each rock lets you skip one year of real time, mm-hmm. mm. but you only get the five. <laughs> um, two thoughts. Uh, one, it would be interesting if like the number of skips when you skip the stone influences how long the delay is. Ooh! So if you get like a really good skip, like a four or five one, you know. You jump so, ahead four years. So you're seeing it, because like the other podcast called it Skipping Stones, you're seeing it not as like a, oh, I use the stone and I skip forward in time, but it's literally a, oh. you skip the stone on water, and however many times it bounces is you skip that many years. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about the other connotation of uh, skip. I I think, unintentionally though, you're getting on the money with something there of like, get that double entendre in there, get that double meaning in there. So it's like, oh, I want to skip the next year, but it only works if you actually like throw it like a skipping stone. 
So you really got to mm-hmm. hope you don't get that angle going. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, too. It's like you don't want to botch it completely if you want a significant skip. And you don't want to go too hard if you are only looking for a short stasis. So. You go down to the lake, there's know. just all these people holding still. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. The logistics and the consequences of people just um, going into stasis at a whim. But, like, they're still there, you know? So what does society look like with that as a, I think a factor of it? Well, and part of it, too, is where are they going to do this? Because you know you're not doing that on the ocean. And, frankly, you can't... It's it's a lot harder to skip stones on running water. <laughs> I, I think the skipping part um, makes it a little too complicated. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. Like, because it also adds in that complication, right, of you got to be at a lake or a pond, and depending on which one you go to is going to influence how far you can really get that skip going. So, like, if you really do only want to go, like, a year, you go to the pond, because it's small, you know, even if you overshoot, you're only going to get, like, two or three years. Whereas, like, if you're really trying to skip some time, you go to a lake and just chuck that thing. That's a lot of time. (laughs) You know... It also probably means, though, that, like, I would bet families, in a world like this where everyone gets one, like, families would have, like, a skipping pond in your home, probably, or near your home. Like, those would be common for well, everyone. Well, I think, it, I think so you can part, do of it. The, part of the problem, though, is, like, what would a family look like? How would you manage that skipping? Like, because at any point, like, if somebody just gets mad in an argument and has bad self-control... They go out and skip the stone, and great, they're going to leave right in the height of the argument, and a year later, three years later, five years later, they come back and you're not mad anymore. It's kind of like the snap in Marvel of like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're back, but the world's moved on. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, that's another approach, too. You just blip out of existence and you come back, just like you do in Marvel. Like, should they go, should they, should there be like an alternate place that they go that ever, that people like hang out in No. when they're gone or are they just in stasis? They, they come back however many years later disoriented. Yeah, I would Do they say, disappear? Yeah. Well, that's the question. I think it's better if they don't. I think it's more interesting if they don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay, you're right. I don't know if it's better, but I think it's more interesting. Or to like design a, <laughs> it would be harder to design like a functioning society around that, but I think it would bring up a bunch of interesting uh, considerations. Like it would mean that we these wheel th- people into just like cold storage for their stasis term. Are there like places you go with a dedicated pond, like James mentioned, and you just pay to skip a stone and they store you for your stasis period? Like, yeah, yeah, there's a. Well, and there's a, like, why would you do it in the first place? Like, why would you skip a year of your life? You know, like, I, I think that's, because it's not like other things where it's like, oh, you skip a year of your life, but it's, it's like, there's a part of you that's living on and doing all the stuff that you don't want to do. It sounds like it's literally just like, you just conk out for like a year, I mean, you know? If we, so it's if like, we go to that other one though, then we're just watching the movie click with Adam Sandler. No, I I know. So it's it's interesting because it's like that means that the skipping like it would probably not happen very often, or it would almost be seen as something that's like I I maybe not sacred, but like it would be like I don't even I want to say it would be shameful either, but it'd probably be like you know pretty rare. What yeah? What what happened to him? Oh well, he skipped. It's like oh no. I'm picturing, like, what if this what if this turns on right now, right? Of, like, mm-hmm. it turns on right now is becoming a thing. Everybody just finds these five rocks in their hand. Fast forward, mm-hmm. like, 20, 30 years when it's, like, you get, like, there's people who just skip rocks for fun. But, like, it's an, a, lo- a losing art because, like, the only time people skip is to skip years. So they have mm-hmm. to, like, turn to their elders of, like, hey, I want to I wanna skip. Can you show me how? Well, you can still skip. You can still skip, skip um, regular rocks. 
yeah you can skip regular rocks and not easily uh no i mean oh rock skipping is all about the shape of the rock are you saying yeah. you can't easily do it or the people of this world can't easily do it oh i'm just thinking like it'd become a lost art form to a degree because people would be reluctant to skip any kind of rocks just in case hmm I don't know. It's a, like, uh, well, that depends. Like, so are we set on the, like, is it you just skip a rock and no matter how many skips you get, it's just one year skipped? Or is it it's one year for every skip? I was going on the one year per skip. So I skip a rock, it goes five times, I get five years. Yeah. Then there would be definitely people who'd practice. Like, people would practice to get like 12, 13, 14, 15 skips. Fair. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, there are I like a I think there are a couple I think one of the prime skip times is your young adulthood, right? Especially if you can get that like 10, 14 skips going, you put some you take all your money and put it in the bank. Mm. As long as the money's in there and you keep the account to set as active, like do whatever you have to do to keep it active, it just accumulates interest. Yeah, not. I mean, it would be interesting because that means that with people gone, like, okay, do you age or do you stay the same um, age? I'd stay. I'd say you out? stay the same age. Yeah, stay the same age. Because then I think it. I think then it almost becomes kind of like a, I'm going off to seek my fortune, in a way of like. I'm 18, 19, 20. I've managed to save up this amount of money. I'm going to go skip and see see what I can do. So, yeah, But they're not doing anything. They skip. Like, they're just in stasis. Yeah, but the money's not. Like, yeah, but there's no... There's nothing for that. There's no active but role that, that, that they play, right? James, like, do you know how interest works? I, of course I know how interest works, Archer, but you also don't <laughs> That's what I'm earn, saying. like, in, you don't earn insane amounts of interest from, like, maybe from an investment account, but yeah, then that's, somebody that's else saying. is doing that. But like, So they're not seeking, they're not see. they are not seeking okay. their fortune. They're giving their money I'm not, to I'm not an accountant. they're seeking their fortune. What I'm saying is it's it's similar to that, right? When people would go off for a few years to and come back rich, right, into the new world or whatever. Instead of, like, yeah. going to a new world, it's they put all their money into the investment account or to the... Um, financial planner or whatever and they skip ahead as far as they can because they'll still be like 18 or whatever but they'll have way more money mm. and especially with being do... 18 19 20 they won't have any like responsibilities so to say as like a home ownership or taxes or anything like that can i can i do th uh, okay what i think is interesting is that this means probably that there would be a a whole global industry i kind of like let me, i'm going to try and run with this accountants become insanely important because they are the people who they're basically estate planners while you're gone like they are right. in charge of managing your money and making sure that things like grow and do all that and it's like it's an insanely popular practice because like Maybe that's how people save up for college. Maybe that's like how they do that. So maybe the story focuses on what if the story focuses on like one of these accountants and maybe he's like kind of down on his luck and he gets like, he, he has like the love of his life. And then she one day, like something happens where he finds out that she skipped and she skipped a lot. She skipped like, 10 or 10 years, five, 10 years, something like that. And no one wants to take her account for some reason. It's delinquent. And he decides I'm going to take her account and I am going, when she wakes up, I'm going to give her like all the riches of the world, you know, that type of thing. What about something like that? Oh, see, and I, I think it's an interesting thing, but I think, I think the perspective from like the accountant money man is a great one. <laughs> But I was thinking more the, what's the perspective on that as the life goes on, right? Like, let's, 
let's say you get bef- like he skips right to go be able to go to school himself. And so before they skip, like all the friends get together one last time to like skip together. Uh, in the hopes that kind of you get to see how many skips your friend gets before you freeze up to see if you're going to come out at the same time. And like, mm-hmm. so you see a couple of the people only get like three, four years. Some of them get like that 10, 15. He comes out of it and has like enough money to be able to go to college, get his accounting degree. And as he begins working, it's that like, cool, you have four other stones. Unless you like can set aside your work and your accounts, you can never use them. Yeah. I was, I was thinking like, <laughs> you know how jobs have long-term leave of absence as a benefit. It would have to be like on the order of years. <laughs> well, and that then like, why not like, I'm kind of stuck on the mountain guy. Like, why not? Like, it's like him and her who are, it doesn't have to be a love story, but just something like that where it's yeah. like, because I think that's really interesting. Like, I actually really like that idea, RJ, where it's focusing on someone who like, like he's never going to get to do it again. Ooh. You know what I mean? And what if we, so we start off from his perspective and like it started right up until the first, it's a shifting perspective thing mm-hmm. to a degree. And it shifts to each person as they come out and meet up with their old friend again of like, like he's the one who after their, like, like they all meet up with him. But then there's also the people who are coming to him for the money management as they come out of it and like his accounts and he meets his accounts at different points. But every time oh, we, I love like, that. it's a set of scenes of him meeting with those people and every scene he's older and older and older and older. And these people are constantly like 18, 19, 20. And like, he, maybe he does have some repeats, right? Where like they go to college and they like put all the money back in and they skip again for 10 years, hoping to like, just have better job prospects or better housing possibilities, or they just want to dip out for a while. And so like he gets a couple repeats or like they come back and they're, they maybe age a year or two in between visits and he's just getting old. And the, it ends with him on his, he's still got four left and he just throws all of them at once. I, I like that as a cliffhanger, like a, a what more could happen. But like, if you think of the mechanics of that, it's he just blips out twenty years later, and then the story's already over. Yeah, he blips out twenty years uh, later into a space future where he can be put into a new robotic body, where the planet is no longer there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the problem with the blipping thing is, oop, the planet moved. <laughs> well, it's exactly a year, you know? So it oh, should fair. be right back where it was, theoretically. I mean, approximately. I, I know that's not... Well, considering the sun is orbiting the center of the galaxy Leap and years. that moves, yeah, it wouldn't be the same spot. <laughs> um. Oh, I... Yeah... An alien spaceship is flying through space and, like, a bunch of frozen bodies just start hitting it. They hit the wind wipers. <laughs> uh, another temporal disturbance zone. So, basically, uh, it's it's a story about this, like, accountant guy who reconnects with his friends who blipped out. Yeah, or... friends and family. <clears throat> yeah, I like if that. It, if it's told from their perspective, I think it would be interesting to have, like one vignette that's after like a really bad recession yeah. and they come out with less than they left with and then they just wasted all that time does that matter if you can just do it again I think it does to a degree because it's like if you do it again it's gambling really you're gambling that if you do it again you will come out ahead mm. and if you go far yeah. enough like I mean let's look at just the last let's look at our own lifetime there was the Great Recession of 2008, and Pandemic did not help. Yeah. Recession 2, the recession strikes back. Electric um, Electric so, like, Imagine being yeah. a person who, like, <laughs> skipped and comes out in 2008 and in the middle of that recession, decides to skip out again, 
and you come back into 2020. Or like 2021. Yeah, again, it it is, it's tough because it's like, I'm thinking about this from like an audience perspective and sympathy point. It's like they're choosing to do this. They know that they're not going to be active. Like, so it really, the burden is really on like the person who's managing that for them, right? Like, or I guess like how solid of a plan would it be like the people who do this? Because I bet to preserve liability, like the people who do this, like give all their money to these people and say like basically gamble, you know, like liquidate my stuff um, and gamble. Like there would have to be some kind of plan or at least a waiver that they sign that basically says like, yeah, if I come back and all my shit's gone, well, like that's the, it's the same me. thing as currently with like financial advisors <laughs> is um, fiduciaries are required to, and don't quote me on this because I'm not trained in it, but I'm pretty sure the primary category of fiduciaries are required to do whatever they think is best to make you money. Like, they cannot purposefully mislead or abuse their power and lead you to lose money. But as part of that is yeah. they... You also then can't get, like, mad and sue them unless you have strong evidence that they did, in fact, purposefully make poor choices. Yeah, the, the, again, the difficulty with this is it's more like estate planning because it's like a normally in a normal circumstance, you meet with your financial advisor like at least a few times a year, like at least. Um, so this would be more like there would almost need to be a will that's drawn up and that will has to be like a financial plan, which is probably why like a lot of people would work. It would probably not be a young person thing. It would be like you would get these degrees and you would form, which could actually make it more interesting because it would mean that like some of these people go to college or some of these people don't like they're all trying to find different ways to basically make this money so they can skip and then hope that they're like their friend on the back end, you know, people maybe make these deals. Like you either go to a big, a big chain, like one of the big, for or you um you just have like a friend who's a practicing and a licensed accountant and you make like a deal with them somehow um well, that I'm, you know i almost wonder because it, frankly it's just not it's smart for as many people as possible to do it right because they will make money theoretically mm-hmm. on the interest yeah. like if you're playing stocks it won't help because if too many people leave, there won't be any money made in the stock market, but there'd almost have to be like limits imposed on how many people can skip at a time. Because if the entire goddamn like economy skips out on you for five years or more, there's not going to be anything to come back to. Yeah. Like everyone skips during a recession to avoid paying their mortgage or some shit like that. Um, that would actually be really funny. It would probably be like, uh, it would be more of like a social, it would have to be something that would ostensibly be socially ingrained because if human beings had always been given this stuff, um, but we're, we're trying to do something a little still like realistic and connected to our reality. That's not too like altered. So like, it could probably just be said that it's like a social custom that you don't do that. Like if you skip out on, on huge financial responsibilities, like, well, I think that's the thing, your right? stuff, contract law. Yeah, you'll your stuff will just be seized. Like it like it won't be, you know, and there's probably then even more incentive for people to stay because like if a bunch of people skip, like maybe that's like something that's happened in the past where during times of like war, people would skip out. Like they I would just like you'd not end up with a lost generation functionally. You know, you at least at one point you would have like in the history. So I think like there would be in the same way that you like, it's frowned upon to desert the military. Like you wouldn't, I don't think people would in that world would like, well, like you said, like you've got, you know, assets would get seized if you just dip out on financial responsibilities and stuff. So like it really will be the young people who are at least doing the initial skips. So you end up, that first generation of people who skips, if almost all of them skip, you, mm-hmm. 
almost for a hot minute have double the population size of that population group assuming that there's another population group behind them that is getting up to that age why do you say double the size like double the size leaving so or double let's say, the size let's say you back. got the like 18 to 20 year olds right yeah they all skip it once to have, let their money grow so that they can go to college Sure. And let's say most of them get four years on average. Four years later, because 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, so the 14 year olds that were 14, no, wait, uh, 20, uh, so this 14 to 16 year olds that were behind them hit 18 to 20 just as they come back. So either it, do- it becomes almost double that population size, assuming they all come back at around the same time, or the next set of 18 to 20 year olds also skip as the new ones return. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be like in times of war, like people would like a generation would skip. Um, and uh, so that they had like double. Yeah. So they have double. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I do think though, I don't think this would be like, I don't think 18 or 20 year olds would skip. I think what they would do is that they would, you would try to make your fortune and then by your mid to late twenties, like everyone's like busting their ass. So like mid to late twenties is when you're skipping because you're like, you'll go to an accounting firm. You'll have like a family. If your family is wealthy enough, you'll just have a private accountant. Or if you're desperate, you'll go to a friend who like practices it and you'll just make a deal with them say like this is my will wizard this is my yeah this is my this is my uh skip plan so execute it the best you can there's provisions in there in case like things take a shit um and uh yeah just hope you know because the thing is that these accountants would stand to gain a lot of money like there would definitely be provisions in there like if you make above a certain amount, if this happens, well, with like, fiduciaries, it's usually a percentage. Like, you get yeah one percent or whatever it is, five percent. Yeah, that's part of the yes. incentive for them to do a good job as they make money off whatever you earn. So I, I do think you. I love that idea of like a kind of loose, almost informal anthology where it's like because we would get to see a group of friends, different all these people who like knew each other and then they grow up, you know, like through college and they're all doing their different stuff. And then like, that's the first act of the movie. And the second act is like the beginning of the second act is maybe oh my God. The, the accountant guy uh, waking up and realizing that he's the record. The, guy. the stone skipping record. Uh, according to a quick Google search is 88 times. Holy crap. Um, let's see. The There's championships that take place around the world. Um, oh, come on. It's just listing off names. I'm trying to find number of skips. Where's the number of skips, Wikipedia? In a world like that, it would definitely be higher. There'd be people who could skip for like 120. But if you only Records, get to practice five times. Uh, so yeah, according to Guinness, it's 88. <laughs> Uh, from 2013, uh, but the previous record was 65, 51, and 40. Did we say that? Did we say that it was like? Is it any? If you just skip a stone, like that counts, or is it like specific stones? It's specifically the five, so they'd probably get held as collateral or some shit. Except nobody else can use them. I don't know. <clears throat> They're definitely yeah, in so other world though of people holding your stones hostage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, people would break in to do it. Um, it what if you threw somebody else's stone? I don't think anything happens. I think or they just, just flip out for a year. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, see, <laughs> I was thinking it'd be like, oh, if you throw it or lose it, they just lose it. They like If they find it again, they could throw it. It still has the magic, but they have to find it. So, like, imagine you take the rock and you chuck it into the Grand Canyon. They're never fucking finding that thing. Or like you pour it into concrete of a building. Again, it's just it, it's just tough because like there's nothing that really happens with the stones. Like there's nothing that can be done. It's not like you're 
you're not gaining any extra years like you're not um I think the stipulation we had where you just blip back in, like your consciousness is continuous, there's really no Mm. benefit to doing it other than the financial gain we've outlined. You could escape a bad situation, but there's no guarantee it won't be worse. (laughs) I think that's part of it too, right? Like, presumably, if you skip far enough ahead, the future will be an improved place, right? Uh... I will always remember an article in 2019 I read around New Year's where somebody was like, yes, the world has bad things happening, don't get me wrong, but here's all the list of good things you may not be thinking about, such as world hunger as at its lowest point ever in all of human history. Uh, economically speaking, yes, there are there is economic disparity, but even the poorest among us are still much wealthier and better off than most of human history. So it's there's some of that stuff there of like, oh, society may have progressed and science may have progressed and maybe research on specific diseases will have progressed. Well, maybe in that case, then maybe then skipping is not widespread. Maybe it's something that everyone has. Like, it, this is going to sound really bad. I'm not I, I realize maybe it's kind of like committing, you know suicide to a degree like maybe it's seen as something like very shameful that you don't do and that you don't encourage that you don't it's an Um, option everyone has but it's one that's rarely taken and i'm not saying we're not trying to make this an allegory for anything i'm just saying like that's the kind of it it, that's not quite the feeling but it's like why would you do that you know because like realistically why would you do it like, why would you actually do that? Well, but like, I mean, I like, think, like, let's consider, let's consider somebody with, uh, I don't know, cancer. Like, I, I can't think of any other disease, but like, mm-hmm. imagine, or like AIDS and HIV treatment where it was back in the goddamn like eighties versus today, like all, both of those, uh, illnesses, there's been a lot of progress on treating and uh, treatments and helping those afflicted by them. So if you're facing down something like that, where it's like, oh, you got diagnosed with cancer, you have everything to gain if you can skip ahead to a point where they can do- help you better. Yeah, that's that's true. But it's also just like, again, it's like it it would be probably seen as something that would be seen like I think it would be seen as like something sad, like. It would be for people who are looking for an escape from I'd, life. Like, so there would be understanding. What'd you say? I, I think it's more akin to gambling, honestly. Sort of, but like, why? Like, for instance, if someone didn't have cancer, if they had a family and they had a successful life, like, why would they do it? There's there's why no reason for anything? anyone to do it. I mean,. They're, you're also talking about a best case scenario, right? Like if somebody's got everything they want in life, they don't need mm-hmm. to. They don't want. They don't have to. But Even there are like, let's say, like people who aren't happy with their lives that probably would take it up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, is like, yeah, like you're not happy with your life, but um, I mean, I think it almost end up being a a divide of those who are happy with where they're at in life and those who are wealthy enough to not care or be able to do it without consequence or don't like they're fine just staying where they're put they'd be they'd be the ones sticking around it's everybody who is either worse off and sees no other way out or like other way to improve their life and those who are rich enough that they're like oh my money's still gonna be here when i get back so i'm just gonna when i get back yeah when i get back so i'm just gonna go enjoy like see what the future's like bye-bye yeah I mean, I do think there would be a level of, like, stigma to it for that reason. Like, I think there would be, like, people would look at it as, like, or at the very least, like, you better be careful, like, with what you're doing, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be the very rich and the very poor that do it. Yeah. And I don't know. I I think that's, that's even more interesting than, like, if some of that stuff, like, if you're an accountant who deals exclusively in skip contracts. Like you're seen by one group who is either like, who is either like, wow, you're just like a peon of the ultra wealthy, like helping them grow their insane wealth. Like you're, you're, you're a bootlicker yeah. or you're a leech 
who's literally feeding off the sick and the poor, um, you know, and just convincing them like, yeah, I can, I can make your money back. Um, just take a, take a skip nap, you know, and, uh, it'll be much better when you come back. I think that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting sort of, um, dynamic for someone who honestly approaches that work to have to go through. Um, so I think, I think we've explored this idea a lot. Yeah. 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 Another another world. There's definitely more. The Mm -hmm. movie I wish I've seen, because I think it would help with conceptualizing and digging into some of the societal things. Do you, do y'all remember hearing about the movie about, shrinking I it, not honey, actually, yeah that one no yeah I do I never saw it I never saw downsizing but I read it was one of those things where like I remember seeing the trailer and then like years later I was like oh what was that and I went back and looked read the synopsis and it's kind of like this of to a degree of like oh there's a procedure that shrinks you because you are smaller, you will need less resources, thus your money will stretch farther, but it's permanent. You can never be unshrunk. And the main character is supposed to go through with it with his wife, goes through the procedure, and then finds out on the other side, oh, she backed out on you, bro. Uh, good luck. Have fun. Dang. Depending on what you're into, that could be really cool. <laughs> Damn, like, James. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair <Yikes>. enough. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I'm not the one who wrote the fucking movie. Okay, that's no, not, but you're the one who made fault. that fucking comment. Whatever. I'm sure the director and screenwriter thought of it. <laughs> I would bet money. There's a fucking joke like that in the movie somewhere. I would bet. <laughs> I'd, I I'd, hope not. <laughs> I'd skip on it. (laughs) 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 Well, our next segment, Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who'd like to start? I can go first. What you got? Um, Continuing on the thread of existential dread, I don't know if I recommended this because we've been doing this show for a long time. Um, But I have a bit of a double feature today. (gasps) A double feature? Oh. So the other week I was perusing the Spotify and I got recommended a podcast called Tower 4, um, which is a story about a guy who um, gets a job as a fire watcher out in, I think, Yellowstone, but I don't know if it's a specific national park, but it's out in Wyoming. Um, And then, you know, events proceed apace there's kind of strange stuff happening in the park that you know the only communication he has is through his radio so he's the only one who perceives any of this um and that's like kind of all i'll say on that because it's uh, in spoiler territory but interesting um, yeah it's heavily inspired by the game firewatch that Ah. came out in 2016 which I would also very much recommend. Uh, they both do the thing where it's just like guy in his late 30s, 40s becomes a firewatch to escape part of their past that you find out more about as you go through the story. Um, woman on the other side of the radio is the other major character, but you only know her through the radio. So like, how much can you really know about her? Um, and then just strange stuff happening around the park, you know? Like, Spooky. what's going on? What's the mystery here? It's a so. voider. Yeah, it's just a, a really cool way to tell a story, in my opinion. Absolutely. I had an idea for good. a I long was... while, similar to that, where it was like, I wanted to do a Fallout, like, the video game series theme podcast. But it was that, like you hear the first episode is you hear the bombs all drop and like those broadcasts and they go static for a while. And then you hear the Raiders like fix it up and it becomes a Raider radio. Mm. That's cool. That is pretty cool. But yeah, I think the, I think this is a really cool sounding podcast uh, is the, is the video game. 
I know you Firewatch. said Firewatch. Firewatch. Is that your second recommendation, or is it a different thing? Yeah, they're kind of together. Like, I would definitely recommend playing Firewatch if you haven't already. Um, it's available for pretty much everything. Uh, it's from 2016. Um, and it's, let's see, how long? Firewatch. Wait time. It is pretty short. I think I finished it. Yeah, it's like four hours long. Um, so if you have an afternoon, I would definitely recommend uh, picking it up and going through it. Nice. James, would you like to go next? For things. Um, I've got a YouTube channel recommendation. Um, I've been a fan of this guy for... Yeah, since like 2015, 2016, I was introduced to him uh, by friends at uh, Milwaukee. Um, and I think he's, I've loved him ever since I, I saw his stuff. Um, his name is uh, Soul Brother Number Three, or just SBN3. You can find him on YouTube. Uh, the most recent thing he's done that a lot of people might know or have heard about, at least medically, would be <clears throat> he did this. He made this. Um, the dating sim, but he calls it a rejection sim. Okay. It's called Class of 09. Um, oh. Yeah, you might have heard of this. Um, it's on Steam. And it's uh, basically just like a an American dating simulator that takes place in a high school in 2009 and soul brother number three is very his humor is very distinctive because basically he is like he was uh i think he's around our age maybe a little older um but grew up in clearly the late 90s to like the early to mid 2000s all of his humor based on like y2k references basically like okay. like 2000s media 2000s fast food 2000s like fucking anything any anything fucking thing um, <clears throat> yep and this guy is like sharp his editing is some of the best i've ever seen he's fucking funny he's a great voice actor he has a great team. He doesn't put out a whole lot of stuff anymore. His humor can be a little edgy. It can be a little obscure. It can be a little sort of like in a little too in on itself sometimes, but just so genuinely, genuinely just it's such a, an original and distinctive voice. Um, I would really recommend that you check him out. Some of his best series are, he did like a bridge series. Uh, some of his like really good, uh, other projects are like um, he has a review for The Last Jedi. That's Ooh. really funny. He has a review for, or he has uh, an abridged series called Taste Closed, which is pretty good. He has an abridged series of, on, like the Batman animated series that takes place in the future oh, it's called Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, it's called Batman Beyond Ill. Uh um, he is a great Siri he has a great video called Dating Tips for Incels. He's got uh -oh. one called The Cobain Theory. And one of my favorites is he's he has a series called Drive Part Two. Okay. Uh I would really recommend that. Um it's very funny. Um so check him out. He's uh he's a great he's a great uh artist. Um really great, really funny. Just I'd honestly love to meet him. I think he'd yeah, I, I've I have no idea what he it'd be like to meet him in person, but I'd love to just sit down and talk to them for a little bit. So, yeah, uh, Soul Brother Number Three SB and Three. He also makes music too. So oh, look yeah. for him. My recommendation this week, as we get close to the end of our episode, is Pesticide Not Required. It is a game that's coming out sometime in the first quarter of 2024. Uh, but the demo is available now. I played the prologue to the demo, which is basically the demo, but with less demo features. You play as a frog. In a, it's a, the description is that you com it combines auto-attacking bullet heaven roguelites with farming game mechanics to create an expansive set of strategies and build combinations. Destroy huge hordes of evil insects, grow tons of crops, create your own build path, 
and unlock unique characters to play with. Uh, so it's a bullet hell game where you are a farming frog. The frog has a farm. You plant the seeds. You water the seeds. You harvest the seeds. The seeds increase and vary your attacks as you attack the bugs. That is interesting. It's like vampire survivors, but with different progressive progression mechanisms. Is frog. Is frog. You Indeed. can also mine ores to get coins. You can fish to get coins. And the trees drop apples that heal you. And you can buy pets that will assist you in keeping your farm up. It is a... It, it's, the demo was pretty good. I played through spring level one. I enjoyed it. Um, something to keep in mind as you play is at the beginning of every day, the ant um, store owner... He will sell you any items you need, you want for the day. Uh, it remains open most of the day. Uh, you really only get the one chance to shop, though. And if you miss your window to shop without hordes surrounding you, they just start up again. Oh. It doesn't pause. Interesting. Part of that means if you didn't beat the horde the day before, you have the rest of that horde to finish as the new one comes in. You, do you get anything for slaying the horde? Do they, like, drop money? Yes, the, the horde drops money. Okay. Um, and then you get, like, an, a certain amount per day anyways. Um, I really didn't have to worry about purchasing anything in the prologue. Like, it wasn't like I ran out of money at any point. In fact, I kind of had more than I knew it to deal with, really. Um, and as you, your frog will level up, so the leveling up won't affect your attacks, but it does get you, like, stat bonuses, like, um, the artifacts in Peglin. Okay. And you can kind of pick which... It'll usually give you, like, three options to choose from, and you pick one, and each of those upgrades has, like, specific levels. So, like, uh, you want to increase your watering, uh, capacity. That has, like, four levels to level it up. Um, you can increase your speed. You can get that one, like, three times. Take that perk three times. That kind of stuff. Um, and there's a good combination of, like just purely beneficial ones, but also ones where it's, you've got to pick and choose, right? Of, you can get the attack speed increase, but less critical hits, that kind of stuff. Okay. So the trade-offs. Yep. Each of the weapons also has trade-offs, uh, as you, they're like weapon seeds that you have to farm and harvest in order to level up your weapon. Um, and then every time it levels up, you have to pick the bonuses you're going to take for your weapon of like, do you get higher attack percent and more, uh, like, attacks per turn? Or are you going to do s same number of attacks per turn but higher crit chance? Huh. Something to keep in mind at starting. Your first attack is your this tongue is... lash. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Your first attack is your tongue lash. I did not figure that out at first and how that was working. It took me a minute to get that going in my favor. Because it just happens automatically. All... Yeah. This game has a lot going on. Yeah. It looks like so much to manage. It's honestly, like, if you go to their Steam page, they've got, like, a live Yeah, I'm watching going. that right now. Yeah, it's really not... I didn't find it was too bad, because, like, you can do the, like, farming or the fishing if you really want... But it's not like a, you have to do it. It just gives you a little bit extra money. So, like, if you've got a bunch of pets doing your farming for you, like, all you have to do is harvest, you might as well just go farm, like, fish or mine while wait, you wait for the pets to, like, plant the seeds and water the crops. And then only mm. once it's all uh, grown do you go harvest. Okay. Have you played Vampire Survivors? No, but I think you recommended it before, and it's kind of been on my radar a little bit. Yeah, I would check it out if you like this. It's it's a little simpler. Like, there's no farming or mining um, requirements. It's pretty much all just creating a build and taking out the horde. Yeah, because um, it's like, like taking five out bucks. the horde. Yeah, yeah, it it's definitely worth the five bucks. Um, but yeah, I guess since I recommended it before, I don't need to talk much about it. But it's this, but a little simpler. Yeah. No, and th this is a. Uh... This is cool. Honestly, I like the aesthetics of it, too. It got sent to me because of... I just like frogs, so... 
Frog bullet hell? Hell yeah. But yes, it does it look looks, really cute. It looks cute, yeah. It's got more this. than one frog, the, too. I like the screenshot at the very last bit on Steam where it just says Wumbo. <laughs> All right. Grow your farm. And with these recommend these froggy, feisty recommendations, I think that's that's it for this week, because we have obligations and sleep to get to. So Thank you, you both for joining. Yeah, thanks for having us. Always a pleasure, RJ. Uh, thank you to Jay, last name withheld, for your email. If you want to contact us, you can send us emails at betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebergs you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. The podcast is found anywhere where fine podcasts are sold. We're on Spotify, Apple, and brand new as of a couple weeks ago. We're on YouTube. All episodes are uploaded, so you can listen on YouTube if you like. Uh, We also are putting out shorts and clips, so if you have any particular moments from any episodes you want us to clip out and post, we are more than happy to do so. Uh, Our other social media accounts, Facebook is Better Buddies. Our ex-Twitter account is at BetterBudcast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies and tweet about the show. And last but not least, be a better buddy. Go through Escanaba. <gasps> Escanaba. Yeah, Escanaba is awesome to go I through. Know once you once you go through Escanaba, you're pretty much set. Um, yeah, kind of. Why do I know should Escanaba? say? Because Escanaba and the moonlight. No. <laughs> it's also a river state forest. I think I had family in the area at one point. We might have. I remember you and I going to um, Michigan when we were quite young and being on like a pebble beach somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's Escanaba in the moonlight. Moonlight, everybody feeling alright. Such a fine sight.